At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 27 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, coming to you from the great state of Texas. Today, we're going to talk about being a courteous and ethical firearm owner. What does it mean to be a courteous and ethical firearm owner? Most of us were raised to follow the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This very same rule applies to all of us who own firearms. For example, an epic violation of this rule would be if you accidentally pointed the muzzle or the end of the barrel at someone or something you did not intend to destroy. It is our duty to maintain a high level of responsibility and respect anytime we are around firearms or are handling them. We have a responsibility not only to ourselves, but to all of those who are around us. Like the 10 rules to firearm safety, there are also 10 rules to follow for good ethical behavior and ethical hunting. What is an ethic? An ethic is an unwritten rule dictating the way we behave and act when no one else is watching. It is the personal standards which we should have been raised with and the code by which we live each and every day. Everyone has their own unique set of ethics and morals. There is no right or wrong ethic, just the boundaries you set for yourself, how you believe you should be acting, and how you should be treating others. A good way to check your ethics is to ask yourself, what would my mom, dad, grandma, grandpa think or say if they saw me right now? If the person you most respect does not approve of your actions, it is a time to reflect on the ethics of your actions. Considered by many to be the father of wildlife ecology and management, Aldo Leopold was a conservationist, forester, philosopher, educator, writer, and outdoor enthusiast. Among his best-known ideas is the land ethic, which calls for an ethical, caring relationship between people and nature. He states, quote, Ethical behavior is doing the right thing when no one else is watching, even when doing the wrong thing is legal, end quote. If you surround yourself with people who make good choices and decisions, it is more likely that you are going to model that behavior of good choices and decisions. Likewise, if you have a high set of standards, good decision-making skills, and positive ethics, hopefully those around you will also reflect your behaviors. Ethics can also differ from north to south, west to east, 
and vary depending on your cultural upbringing. Even though something may be completely legal, your ethics may drive you not to do it because you do not feel it is right. For example, if it is completely legal to shoot a dove in the area where you are hunting, sitting on a tree branch with a safe background and appropriate firearm and ammunition during dove season and with all the proper licenses and stamps, the question of ethic comes into play. Will taking this shot fall within your ethical parameters? For a first-time hunter, especially a young person, taking this shot may be perfectly acceptable. The young person will build confidence and develop skills with a close-range shot. By successfully adding to his or her bag limit, the desire to continue hunting for more doves will continue to grow. For an older, more experienced wing shooter, the shot of a dove sitting on a tree branch may not be ethically acceptable to him or her. If someone has been hunting for a long time, this particular shot may seem too easy and not sporting enough to the dove or to the hunter. A more proficient hunter should pass on the shot because it was not ethical to him or her. Although perfectly legal to take it in some jurisdictions, the hunter chose to pass due to his or her own personal level of ethics. As one grows in shooting skills, their level of ethics also grows. Something that seemed ethical to a new shooter may not be ethical to that same shooter as he or she gets older. Ethics can grow and mature just as the hunter and shooter grows and matures in their sport. There are 10 rules to ethical hunting and shooting that I like to teach and advocate. The first rule is always obey all federal, state, and local laws while hunting or target shooting. It is your obligation as a hunter to ensure that you have the proper hunting license and tags for whichever species you plan to hunt. Each state, province, and country have different rules for different animals and even for different means and methods of hunting those species. Make sure that you know exactly where the property lines are drawn, and depending upon your location, the fines can be very expensive if you unintentionally trespass. Trespassing violations can also be criminal, which might even include imprisonment. Always make sure you have permission to be on the land that you're on. Even better, have written permission. Ignorance is no excuse for the law, so make sure that you begin your research in plenty of time prior to your trip. The second rule is always take time to practice shooting throughout the year to improve shot placement and avoid wounding loss. You owe it to the game you are hunting for a quick, clean, and ethical kill. Many deer hunters do not even think about sighting in their rifles and practicing at the gun range until the fall when deer season opens. Too many hunters go to the range just prior to their weekend hunting trip, and that is certainly not enough time to practice before the season opens. The same can be said for wing shooters. A lot of hunters do not take the time to practice their shotgun games like trap, skeet, or sporting clays to improve their shotgun shooting skills prior to waterfall season or upland game season. The only way to improve your skills and techniques is to continue practicing throughout the entire year at a range. This not only increases your confidence in your shooting skills, but also significantly reduces wounding the game that you are hunting because hopefully 
you are becoming more proficient in your shooting abilities. The third rule is always maintain your equipment and always clean your firearm for safety so it functions properly. Every time you shoot your firearm, carbon, lead, copper, and plastic, if shooting a shotgun, residue are left in the barrel, chamber, and action. Each time you shoot, more of this residue builds up. Additionally, moisture due to weather conditions or sweat can cause corrosive rust to damage your gun's metal parts. This buildup over time can impact a gun's reliability. It is important to find ammunition that will not leave residue in the barrel of your gun. A dirty gun causes many malfunctions. Learn the proper way to load, unload, and clean your firearm. Regularly maintain your firearm so it remains in good working condition and is safe to operate. A properly operating firearm can significantly reduce wounding game by increasing the accuracy of bullet placement. The fourth rule is always respect the rights and property of landowners. Sportsmen represent both liabilities and benefits to the landowner. Gates not left the way they were found livestock accidentally injured or killed, damage to fences, property, and roads are just a few examples of landowner concerns. With a little effort and ethical behavior, sportsmen can tip this balance in their favor and present more rewards than risks to landowners. Always communicate with the landowner before and after a visit to the property or going on a hunting trip. Respect the rules set forth by the landowner, such as only shooting one particular type of game animal, abiding by certain hours he or she allows for shooting, and where to discard animal waste after field dressing. Pay attention while driving on property as to not disturb any livestock or crops the landowner may be growing. Stay on ranch roads or pavement unless given permission to do otherwise. Always keep a watchful eye while on the property for anything that needs repair, such as a broken fence, a cracked guest house door, a busted water line, or loose livestock. Report any issues to the landowner immediately. Offer your assistance to help with property chores. Continually pick up trash, even if it's not yours. When hunting season is over, remove your hunting blinds or any other items you've placed on the property. It is a good gesture to connect with your landowner throughout the year with a phone call or sending a Christmas card. If you've harvested any game, offer to share some of the meat. The landowner provided you with a place of recreation, and it is respectable to offer some small token of appreciation to continue a great relationship. The fifth rule is to always clean up after yourself, including spent shells and cartridges. We cannot control what everyone else is doing or is not doing, but we can make a difference with our personal actions. When you visit a friend or family, hopefully you do not destroy their property, write on their walls, cut off the flowers in their garden, or waste food they serve you. When you are outdoors, the same courtesies apply. Leave everything just as you found it, but go one step further and leave it even better. Leave No Trace is a nationally recognized outdoor skills and ethics awareness program that teaches us how to treat the environment. These principles are about responsible enjoyment of our outdoor resources. 
Leave No Trace is not a simple program for visiting the outdoors. It is a way of life, and learning these concepts begins at home. The principles apply at home, in our neighborhoods, and in our local parks as much as in the backcountry. We should all practice leaving no trace in our thinking and actions wherever we go. Leaving any area better than we found it is a golden rule outdoor enthusiasts should follow. This applies to a day at camp, a day at the shooting range, or even out hunting. Carry out everything you carry in, plus more. Always pack plastic bags or trash bags in your backpack or range bag to collect all trash, even if it's not yours. This benefits the land, property, and the landowner. By continually practicing leave no trace etiquette, you are setting a good example for all who surround you. The sixth rule is always wait for a good, clean, safe, and ethical shot at all game intended for harvest. Every hunter wants to bring home the game they are pursuing. A true sportsman makes every effort to cause the least amount of suffering with a quick, clean, and ethical kill. To achieve this, the hunter must study and understand the anatomy of the animal they are hunting. Then, the hunter must learn where the best shot placement is for each animal they are hunting. The most lethal shot is to the animal's vital organs, the heart, liver, and lungs. In most game animals, these vital organs are in the chest cavity just behind the front shoulder. This area contains major blood vessels and arteries. A well-placed shot to this area causes a lot of bleeding. If the animal does not die immediately, it will generally leave a blood trail that's easy to track. If you do not have a clear shot to the vital organs, wait until the animal moves. The best possible shot to take is when the animal is standing broadside to you. This position offers the hunter the best possibility to hit the vital organs and achieve a quick, clean kill. Other shot opportunities are when the animal quarters toward or away from you or is standing and looking at you straight on. One should never take a rear end shot as the animal is walking away. Take your time and be patient to ensure that you've taken a clean shot and minimize suffering to the animal. Strive for a quick kill by waiting for a broadside shot to the vital organs. The seventh rule is always take a shot only at game that is alone or clear of other animals. Never shoot into herds, flocks, or groups of animals. Always make sure you have a clear shot with no other animals standing behind your intended target. A bullet does not always stop at your target and can easily pass through and hit an unintended object or another animal. Pay attention to what lies beyond your target and make sure that there is a safe area for that bullet to travel. Always make sure the game animal you are hunting is not standing on a hill where you cannot see what is on the other side. Always identify a single duck, goose, or dove in a flock. If one shoots into the flock of birds, chances are high there could be several wounded and a few actually killed. Focus on only one target and wait until you have a clean, clear, and ethical shot to hit only that one target. 
The eighth rule is to always make every effort to retrieve all harvested game and wounded animals. It is the hunter's responsibility to make a quick, clean, and ethical shot. If the animal is wounded and walks or runs off, the best thing to do is wait for the target to bleed out. If you are hunting with a firearm, it is best to wait at least 30 minutes for the animal to stop and lie in one spot. If you immediately begin tracking the animal, you could push the animal and keep it moving. The further the animal is pushed, this could cause it to become more difficult to track. Also, a blood trail is harder to follow when the animal continues moving forward. If you are tracking the animal and the sun is setting, it can be difficult to continue your search in the dark using a flashlight. If conditions do not allow you to continue, start your search again first thing the next morning. Do everything you can to retrieve your animal by continuing your search of a blood trail and if possible, recruit assistance for more sets of eyes to help you search. Sometimes you do not make a killing shot. You may only have nicked or scratched the animal, or you may have missed the shot altogether. It is still your obligation to make every effort to search for and retrieve every animal that you shoot or shoot at. The ninth rule is to always respect the general public. This includes non-hunters and anti-hunters. Just as you have a responsibility to the animal you're hunting, you also have a responsibility to uphold your image as a hunter. Not everyone you encounter during your hunting trip and when traveling to and from supports hunting. You must respect their opinion and not be a disrespectful sportsman. Every time you put on your uniform of camouflage and blaze orange, you represent a proud segment of the population who hunts. We always want to put hunting in a positive light by showing respect to everyone we encounter. We want to show respect when we stop for fuel or sit down for lunch and talk about our hunt. Be mindful of those around you, making sure you are not using graphic words to describe your hunt. Words like weapon, slaughter, blood, and guts can turn a non-hunter into an anti-hunter rather quickly. While in your hunting uniform, be proud that you are a hunter by showing respect to yourself and those who are around you. If you have blood on your shirt or pants from the field, carry extra clothing with you to change into before you go into public and clean your hands and face. By respecting those who surround you as well as the animals you hunt and the respect for yourself, you are doing your part to ensure the future of hunting continues. The tenth rule is to always set a good example as an ethical hunter while engaged in hunting and while traveling to and from hunting lands. Just because something is legal does not mean it is always ethical. When a landowner grants you permission to hunt on his or her property and shows you the field you can legally shoot doves, for example, make sure you are also going above and beyond to be an ethical hunter on the property as well. If the shortest distance to your approved hunting location is across a freshly planted field, be respectful of the landowner's property and do not drive across that field. Go around the planted field or travel along a designated trail to get to your hunting location. Always leave the area better than you found it. If you notice litter on the ground, pick it up, even if it's not yours. 
Carry extra bags in your backpack so you always have a way to dispose of trash while along the trail or in the field. Always leave gates the way you found them. Ask the landowner his or her property rules. One example is what to do if you shoot an animal. Where would he or she like for you to field dress it? In the field or back at camp? If more than one hunter is hunting in an area, be respectful of their space. If they arrived before you and are already set up to hunt, move. Find a different location that is far enough away from other hunters where you can all shoot safely. There are several tips that leave no trace can apply directly to hunting. Know the area before you go. Make sure you choose the right path. Trash your trash. Leave what you find. Be careful with fire. Respect wildlife. Be kind to other visitors. And remember, you'll enjoy nature even more by caring for your special place. When preparing for a hunt, there are things to remember to take to the field. Always make sure you have your hunting license with appropriate tags, stamps, endorsements, and permits. Make sure that you have your hunter education certificate or certification if it applies to your hunting locale. Have your driver's license or a valid photo ID. Make sure you bring a pen for filling out your tag, permit, or harvest log. Bring a knife for removing the harvest dates from the tag and for field dressing game. Bring zip ties or string to securely attach tags to animals that require. Bring a roll of thin red or orange flagging tape to mark signs when tracking wounded game and make sure you collect this flagging tape before you leave the area. Bring a flashlight if you are traveling to your hunting location before sunrise and are leaving your hunting location after sunset. Make sure you know your state hunting regulations by bringing the booklet or downloading the mobile app to double check that you are staying legal in the county you are hunting, knowing the species you are pursuing, and following all of the daily bag limits. There's also camera tips for the ethical hunter. Always take respectful pictures of harvested game. Always clean up harvested game before taking pictures by wiping away blood, putting the tongue back in their mouth, and positioning the animal so bullet entry or exit wounds do not show. Never pile animals or birds on top of one another. Pay attention to what is beyond the photo subject, including a structure like a barn or house, which could imply to the viewer that you are hunting in a backyard or a populated area with an unsafe background. If it is a fence or a gate, this could imply to the viewer that you are hunting in a pen or a small area where the animal did not have a fair chance. If there are vehicles, this could imply that you are driving around and shooting from the vehicle. Although these examples may all be legal, they may not appear to be ethical. A few transportation tips to keep in mind for the ethical hunter. Always transport harvested game in an ice chest, enclosed trailer, or covered with a tarp. This not only shows respect to other people, as well as the game you've harvested, but also protects your meat from heat, dirt, and moisture. These three things cause bacteria to grow and ruin your meat. Limit exposure to the elements to prevent spoilage and visibility to those who might be offended. Some things to keep in mind to be ethical for migratory bird hunting. Know the laws relating to migratory bird hunting. 
Migratory birds are regulated by both state and federal laws, have all the proper state licenses, endorsements, and stamps, including the federal duck stamp if hunting migratory waterfowl with you while hunting. Make sure you are hunting migratory birds with a legal firearm, a shotgun capable of holding no more than three shells, including the chamber and magazine. Make sure you are not hunting over bait. It is your responsibility to look for bait in the area that you're hunting. Being unaware of baiting is not a defense to prosecution. Be sure you can identify migratory birds on the wing in flight. It is too late when the bird is harvested. By taking care of the land where you hunt, those whom you interact with, and all the animals you are hunting, you are setting high ethical standards for all who know you as a hunter. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.